Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what you taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Morning, Andrew. Hey, Tess. How are you? I'm going really well. How are you? Yeah, pretty good today. Loving it. Loving mm. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> always, got, always, always happy when I got a book. I walked into a cafe the other day, like where I regularly go, and there was like a, a regular customer there, and they looked at me, and she went like, no, and then I like pulled a book out from under <laughs> my arm. I was like, no, no, no. I've got a book. I don't go anywhere without this. <laughs> it's good to know. It's a, it's a good, uh, I've forgotten the word, thing to be known by. To always be carrying a book. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> There's worse things to be known by. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what are we looking at this week? All right. So, um, Tess, are you, a, are you a fan of Holly Throsby? Yes, actually. Oh, my gosh. Are we doing her book? Yeah. Well, yes, we are. Ah! I, I, am, I am quite partial. Yay. To Holly Throsby, uh, if I if I may say so. Um, if I ever found myself, you know, in a lonely cabin in the woods or round a campfire on the beach, I think I can't think of anything better than say throwing on like under the town. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Going back a little bit, she's had more music since, but that's that's a classic album for me. So anyway, look, I was pretty happy in 2016 when Holly Throsby released her first novel. Uh, it was a quirky mystery called Goodwood. So I'm even happier now. And I think, did you, you've, you've read Goodwood yet? I got, um, I think about halfway through it and then had to take it back to the library. Ah, uh, well, go, go get the second half. <laughs> okay. Uh, go read that. And then go and get her follow-up novel, which is Cedar Valley. Okay. Mm. So um, let's think about Goodwood and Cedar Valley, though. You're already in there a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's time for everyone to forget their Marvel Cinematic Universes and your extended Potterverse of Fantastic Beasts, because Holly Throsby has created the only interconnected universe you need for an oncoming hot Australian summer. Oh, brilliant. Yep. Because I'm really yep. over Fantastic Beasts. Both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not watching that. I'm not. No. Nah. Johnny Depp. Nah, don't get, get nah, in the bin. Get nah, in the bin, Johnny. In the bin. Yep. Mm. So both uh, both Goodwood and Cedar Valley occupy the same space and time. It's this region somewhere a few hours from Sydney, where the towns have a high street and a pub. And if you want a big box store, you have to go to the nearest regional centre. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Holly's universe exists in the early nineties, and her protagonists are of an age, sort of in their early twenties, that we can really appreciate, kind of how aspects of our cultural and our technological world were at a crossroads. So it's familiar, but there's also sort of these startling differences to what we know now. So Cedar Valley follows Benny Miller. She leaves Sydney to take up an offer of a small house in Cedar Valley. Benny's mum has recently died, and she and her dad have this kind of taciturn, uncommunicative closeness that doesn't really invite deep reflection on that. So when Odette an old friend of her mum's offers Benny a house to stay, and the chances for them to get to know each other, Benny jumps at it. Amongst her few and treasured possessions are photos of Odette and her mum looking younger and more carefree than Benny can actually remember. The day Benny gets to town, a well-dressed man steps off the local bus, walks to the local antique store. Sitting himself down on the footpath, he is later found dead. Oh! Still seated when the town closes down for the afternoon. Ooh. And so we're thrust into the life of Cedar Valley, the pub and the pie shop, the local coppers and the book club. 
And look, if you've not read Holly Throsby or listened to her music, and it's important now to understand how masterful she is at creating a scene. She understands what it means to feel a part of something and what it means to be a part, and she evokes this in this sort of perfect, heartaching kind of way. So, you know the song um, Making a Fire? Yes. Yeah. So, Benny is the antithesis of that song's protagonist. Okay. Sort of feeling on the outside, but through Cedar Valley, she's looking in and she's longing to become part of that scene. Throsby, uh, she's also marvellous at balancing the ensemble cast with which she populates Cedar Valley as they move about each other, investigating and gossiping about the mysterious death. We learn and are treated to these parallel arcs. So you've got the woman who runs the, the antique store, who's a bit of a bit of a town busybody and is driven into this uh, intense and deep uh, metaphysical reflection on her own existence because this man has just died out front of her her store. We've got the, the distant uh, head copper whose mum has lived in Cedar Valley almost her entire life, but he is he's quite resentful that he's had to move back to kind of look after her and bring the family along. We have... Um, we have all of these characters moving around each other, trying to figure this thing out, and really just getting over this conundrum of how fleeting life is that someone could die on the footpath in an old-fashioned suit. Yeah, wow. Mm. And then there is that mystery. Cedar Valley's well-dressed corpse has no identification. All the tags have been removed from his clothes, and he's carrying three combs. Oh, okay. Why is he there? That's oh, what I want to know, yes. Yeah, on the same day. That Vivian Moon's daughter has returned to town. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cedar Valley is enormously entertaining. It's heartfelt and it's thought provoking. Holly Throsby is creating these fantastic fictions of Australia and shrouding them in mysteries that explore and reveal so much of who we are and who we have been. Um, and look, the story, Cedar Valley, it begins on the first day of summer. Oh, okay. December 1. So if you hurry up, you can get your copy and then read along as the days are warming up and the humidity rises. Yeah, follow along. Mm, Oh, it sounds really cool. It is. It it really is. I loved it. You get to be part of this community. So I guess the other thing is if you're a Sydney cider who has ever kind of fetishized a sea change, tree change type of thing, Holly Throsby drops you into like a, a fantastically bustling moment in a small town. The sort of thing that, uh, you know, TV TV comedy drama type things make you feel happens every day. <laughs> okay, yep, got yeah. it. Yeah, and you just, you populate the community and it's wonderful. I love it. I'm going to have to go and get uh, Goodwood and read the rest of it. Yeah, read the rest of Goodwood because the these towns exist around each other and there are references. Oh, okay. There are references to each in both. This isn't a sequel but they, I mean, in the same way that, you know, if you live in a town, you know of the other town, you've got opinions yeah. about the other town, you probably <laughs> play them in footy once every three months and you've, you've got thoughts on, you know, the, the way they do things that's different to you. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe, maybe they sprinkle coconut on their lamingtons, whereas you <laughs> toss the lamington through the coconut because that's the best way. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, please don't call or text about lamingtons. <laughs> we... <laughs> That is exactly what happens in small towns, mm. Lamingtons. Mm. Lamingtons, Lamingtons, yep. Uh, it sounds awesome. What are we What are we taking a look at next week? Oh, brilliant. Yes, next week. Um, so let's, well, we're going to go slightly larger town. Okay. Um, but, but we might even say city. We're going down to Tasmania. I've been taking you to Tasmania you a bit have. this year, haven't I? There's so much great, uh, so many great stories in and about uh, the Apple Isle. So we are going to be re- uh, going to be reading. We're going to 
<laughs> going to be discussing Matryoshka by Catherine Johnson. It is a fantastic uh, story of family, another, another mystery set in Hobart. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much. See you. You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week? If you want more books, you can tune into Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.